everyone. Welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy the Preacher Chick, and today is day 297 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today, there is a video from the Bible Project that will be linked in the show notes. I, oh, I think it's great to start with those videos and then jump into the Word. We'll be reading Romans 9 and 10, as well as Psalm 137. Let's get going. I speak the truth in Christ. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies to me that the Holy Spirit that I have, sorry, my conscience testifies to me through the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the benefit of my brothers and sisters, my own flesh and blood. They are the Israelites and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the temple service, and the promises. The ancestors are theirs, and from them, by physical descent, came the Christ, who is God over all, praised forever. Amen. Now it is not as though the word of God has failed, because not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, neither are all of Abraham's children his descendants. On the contrary, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. That is, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but the children of the promise are considered to be one of the offspring. For this is the statement of the promise. At this time, I will come and Sarah will have a son. And not only that, but Rebekah conceived children through the one man, our father Isaac. For though her sons had not yet been born, yet or done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose according to election might stand. Not from works, but from the one who calls. She was told, the older will serve the younger. As it is written, I have loved Jacob, but I have hated Esau. What should we say then? Is there injustice with God? Absolutely not. For he tells Moses, I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it does not depend on human will or effort, but on God who shows mercy. For the scripture tells Pharaoh, I raised you up for this reason, so that I may display the power in you, and that my name may be proclaimed in the whole earth. So then... He has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. You will say to me, therefore, why then does he still find fault? For who can resist his will? But who are you, a mere man, to talk back to God? Will what is formed say to the one who formed it, why did you make me like this? Or has the potter no right over the clay to make from the same lump one piece of pottery for honor and another for dishonor? And what if God, wanting to display his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much patience objects of wrath prepared for destruction? And what if he did this to make known the riches of his glory on objects of mercy that he prepared beforehand for glory? On us, the ones he also called, not only from Jews, but also from the Gentiles. As it is, as it also says in Hosea, I will call not my people, my people, and she who is unloved, beloved. And it will be in the place where they were told, you are not my people. There they will be called sons of the living God. But Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of Israelites is like the sand of the sea, only the remnant will be saved, since the Lord will excuse his sentence completely and decisively on the earth. And just as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of hosts had not left us offspring, we would have become like Sodom. We would have been made like Gomorrah. What should we say then? Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained righteousness, namely the righteousness that comes from faith. But Israel pursuing the law of righteousness has not achieved the righteousness of the law. Why is that? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone. As it is written, 
Look, I'm putting a stone in Zion to stumble over and a rock to trip over, and the one who believes on him will not be put to shame. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God concerning them is for their salvation. I can testify about them that they have zeal for God, but not according to knowledge, since they are ignorant of the righteousness of God and attempted to establish their own righteousness, they have not submitted to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes, since Moses writes about the righteousness that is from the law. The one who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith speaks like this. Do not say in your heart, who will go up to heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will go down to the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. On the contrary, what does it say? The message is near you in your mouth and in your heart. This is the message of faith that we proclaim. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart resulting in righteousness and one confesses with the mouth resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the, name of the, on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on him they have not believed in? And how can they believe without hearing about him? And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they're sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, the Lord who has believed, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message. So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Yes, they did. Their voice has gone out to the whole earth and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? First Moses said, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. I will make you angry by a nation that lacks understanding. And Isaiah says boldly, I was found by those who were not looking for me. I revealed myself to those who were not asking for me. But to Israel, he says, all day long, I have held out my hands to a disobedient and defiant people. And now for Psalm 137. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion. There we hung up our lyres on the poplar trees for our captors. There asked us for songs and our tormentors for rejoicing. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the Lord's song on foreign soil? If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand forget its skill. May my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you, if I do not exalt Jerusalem as my greatest joy. Remember, Lord, what the Edomites said that day at Jerusalem. Destroy it. Destroy it down to its foundations. Daughter Babylon, doomed to destruction, happy is the one who pays you back what you have done to us. Happy is he who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rocks. Yikes, right? <laughs> well, that's our reading for today, friends. I hope you come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See you then.